What's going on you guys? My name is Zach Hartley and in this video we are going to talk about everything you need to know to understand an initial public offering. Why they happen, why companies do them and how they work and at the end of the video we are also going to dive into one that just happened a couple of days ago so stay tuned. Okay, so IPO stands for Initial Public Offering, and the big thing we're talking about here is the difference between private and public companies. So um, public companies are ones that you can actually buy shares in, the ones that we're talking about mostly in this course, and the ones that you can go in and find information about them as just a public person, compared to a private company that doesn't have to report its financials, that doesn't have to do anything like that. So the big difference, the big differences here between private and public is size. You're obviously gonna be a private company if you're much, much smaller, and some of the larger companies choose to go public so that they can raise money. Now, when you're a public company, your reporting requirements are very, very different. You have to report to all of your shareholders and the government, or the basically governing agency, all of your financials, all of your changes of directors, every transaction that you make in that company has to be reported and fully transparent, whereas with a private company, the only thing you have to worry about is paying your taxes. The third thing is liquidity. When you are a public company and you can trade your shares, you can buy and sell shares, you have lots of liquidity there. You can get in or out of the market, you can turn your shares into cash really easily. But if you are the owner of a private company and you own 50% stake in Joe's Tire Change, well, it's really difficult for you to sell 10% of those shares or 5% of those shares or build up in that position because you have to negotiate basically an equity transaction with the other partners. So very difficult thing to do in a private company. And the big difference here is growth. So companies go public to help them grow so that they can get more money to invest into their company to grow the company. So those are the big differences here between private and public. Now, why do companies IPO? Well, for kind of the same reasons. One, to raise money. So if they have run out of friends and family and local investors that are willing to write them checks, well, if they IPO, they can raise a ton of money from everybody around the world and it's much easier. The other thing is liquidity. If you have a couple of investors that have been in your business for five, six years and they haven't been able to get any money out because of liquidity issues, well, you can IPO and those people can finally get a return on their money. And then third is scaling up. It's a great way to raise money to get the right people on your team and to build a reputation to help your company grow over the long term. You can bring in money, you can bring in financing, you can bring in publicity and awareness about your company through an IPO and it can really help you expand. So a couple big advantages to being an IPO, but you also have much, much heavier reporting and financial requirements that come with it. So this is what the Beyond Meat um, IPO looked like. They IPO'd on the NASDAQ. It's basically a digital button, but basically Beyond Meat said, okay, we've got a product here. It's doing really well. It's time to raise some money and scale this up and really try and take over. And so that's what they did. They ran an initial public offering on the uh, market and they raised millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions. So they did really, really well. And it was one of the most successful IPOs in history. So this one happened about a year ago. And today we're gonna look at a company similar to this later on. So definitely stay tuned for that. Now, what happens during an IPO? There's a couple different steps here. The first thing is the company and the shareholders and the management team say, okay, we need to raise some money. We're going to go through an IPO and we're going to try and scale this up. So they hire an investment bank. That's step one. And what that investment bank does is it helps the company prepare for the IPO. By preparing, what I mean is putting together all their financial statements, putting together a good investor presentation, putting together a good story, and then going out there and basically pre-selling those shares to investors in the network in the bank's network, in the investing network, in the community, and to institutional investors. So 
maybe where your parents put their retirement money or an RRSP or a pension plan, all of those groups and pools of money could be buying different types of IPOs and investing into the market. So the investment bank will basically put that package together and then go and sell those shares for the company. Once that happens and they have enough people that are willing to buy those shares, they say, okay, we're gonna close the IPO, we've raised that amount of money, now we're going to hit an exchange and we're gonna start trading. So the company goes out, they say, we're gonna issue a million shares at $10 a share. They raise $10 million basically from these different people through the investment bank. They say, okay, this is closed. Now the next day, usually the next day or the next business day, they will go to the market, they will ring that opening bell just like the photo that you saw there. And those shares will now be exchanged and traded on that local market, either the NASDAQ, the New York Stock Exchange, the Toronto Stock Exchange. And the company will have traded 20, 20% of their equity or 10,000 shares in return for one, two, three, four million dollars. And so that's how a company raises multiple millions of dollars. It's through getting an investment bank to help them out, going through the IPO process, raising that money, and then launching it on an exchange. The nice thing about that is if you IPO at 25 cents, and then three months later, your, sh your, your shares are now trading at a dollar, you can sell another 10, 15, 20% of your company at that new price level. So it really helps you establish valuations for your company and it lets the market dictate what it's willing to pay for them afterwards. So great opportunity. Um, for companies, but what happens after? Well, the company uses that money to grow. So in Beyond Meat's case, I think they bought a couple of different facilities, they expanded their production and their capacity, they put a little bit of money into marketing, and they really tried to expand who they're selling to. But with that money that they've been given and now trading on that exchange, it means that guys like me, guys like you, anybody in the world, guys or girls, can trade that stock and it means that they need the information required to trade that stock such as financial statements, balance sheets, strategy, presentations, meeting minutes, whatever it happens to be. And because of that, this company now has to report that. So that's how we get quarterly financial statements, meeting minutes, and all these different requirements that we can read in, read into, look into, and analyze in order to make our investments and anybody can own that share now so once that once those shares have gone through the IPO process they're now traded on a market anybody can purchase those shares it means that I could be an owner in a hundred different companies I can be an owner in one company it doesn't really matter almost anybody can own those shares once you go through an IPO so you have to be able to manage a larger number of shareholders such as sending out disbursements sending out documents or being able to manage the voting rights of that many different shareholders now the one that we're going to look at today is a new one. It just launched. The company's based out of Victoria in British Columbia here in Canada. It's kind of a cool one. I used Beyond Meat at the beginning of uh, this video, and this is a similar company. It's called Very Good Butchers, and they basically do vegan meat products. So really cool company, small little company. They started as a restaurant. It slowly expanded. It grew into products, and now they sell all across Western Canada. But I will give you a quick disclaimer, very, very small company. This is a very small IPO. It is not a Facebook or Uber IPO. It's very small scale, but it just happened a couple of days ago, basically in my backyard. So I wanted to bring it up to you because it could also be a good opportunity. So very good butchers is what the company is called. The ticker is V-E-R-Y. That's why it's in there. 
they issued 16 million shares at a price of 25 cents and altogether they raised four million dollars and they're going to be putting that money into a new production facility so really simple straightforward the company needed to raise a significant amount of money they're in a small little town in uh, victoria and they said okay we're really going to scale this up and we're going to try and be an industry leader that's at least what their website says so they knew they were going to ipo at some point so instead of raising four million dollars from a couple local venture capitalists or investors they said let's just ipo let's launch let's get it out there and let's see what we can do so they got their four million dollars and they just opened a new production facility i'm going to dive into it right now i'm going to exit the powerpoint we're going to go in to um, my internet explorer and we're gonna start looking at this stock so pretty exciting that's it for IPOs for um, this lesson though and then let's get right into analyzing this stock so let's jump into it okay so I'm in the stock chart right now I'm looking at stock charts and this obviously looks kind of funny compared to some of the other videos that you've seen me do and it's because this company literally just IPO so they IPO on June 18th it's now June 25th so they've had six um, six days of trading including today they went from basically 25 cents all the way up to the two dollar mark and now they've fallen back down to a dollar 19 so a little bit of volatility you can also see very low trading volume has significantly decreased here over the last few days but this stock has literally only been here for five days so unfortunately we can't really perform any technical analysis because we don't have enough data there's no moving averages there's not enough time to run a MACD there's not enough time to run an RSI we can't really establish any levels of resistance unless we were looking at um, a day intraday period maybe a five minute ten minute period but on a day full day period um, we can't do anything with this chart so we could definitely zoom in if we wanted to but I'm not I'm not focused on day trading especially an IPO stock right now so this chart doesn't tell us very much which means we need to start looking elsewhere so first thing I'm gonna do is go to the website this is what it looks like right now and as you can see very good butchers all I did was click on investor relations and you can sort of see what they're doing and what they want to do the stocks at a dollar 19 right now so research and development, manufacturing and distribution, and they've got this little little store here, it looks like in um, Victoria, which is pretty cool. So um, nice to see, and then download our investor presentation. I just downloaded this, there's not much else on here. So pretty simple. So let's go to it. This is the presentation. Um, real simple, it's just a PowerPoint put into basically a PDF so you can scroll through it. So really cool, market dynamics talking about the uh, the size of the market. And then this is what I thought was really unique. This is sort of why I like the company. So pretty steady, steady sales all the way through here. Nothing amazing, nothing fantastic over the last kind of 12 months. And then boom, March hit, COVID hit, and their sales doubled one month and then doubled again the next month. So in April of 2020, they did almost 500,000 in sales. In March of 2020, they did almost 250,000 in sales. And before that, they were around 100. So really amazing financials over these last two months. I really like that. And, and the trend that they're on is just phenomenal as well. So um, some of the highlights in here, you can kind of go through, they just kind of basically glamorize everything as most companies do in these types of presentations and it makes it look good. A little bit of a leadership team, share cap, you can kind of see how everything's done. And then this is the important part, use of proceeds over the next 12 months. So you can see exactly what they're gonna spend your money on. Estimated Vancouver build costs are net $416,000. So they're gonna put a good chunk of the money that they just raised to expanding their facility and trying to grow from there. Corporate activities, highlights, industry positioning, strategic approach, company foundation. They just kind of basically hype up why they're very good. And then what I thought was really cool, and I really like this, you don't see it very often, but you actually get uh, 
the emails of the CFO and the CEO and you also get a phone number. I don't know if it's the office or their cell phone number, but you don't see that very often. I really like that. I appreciate it. I could call up the CEO of this company if I wanted and, uh, and give them a call and shoot the shit. Um, probably wouldn't take my call, but that's okay. So really cool here. Um, that's just the investor presentation. And then these are the financials. So um, not phenomenal financials right now because it's such a growth company, but um, it does it does look good. So March 31st, 2019 to March 31st, 2020. So basically a 12 month comparison um, of the quarter. So 338,000 compared to 218,000. So really nice. They're increasing their revenue by almost 50% year over year. So phenomenal, phenomenal growth right now. However, they are losing a pretty significant amount of money right now, as you would expect with a company that is going to try and grow as rapidly as these guys are, especially in a market like this, that they will need to do in order to compete with Beyond Meat. So really cool, you can kind of go through all of their financials and, and basically their strategy here and how they've raised their money. And then I, uh, I have a little app here that tells me how much um, revenue they do on their website per month. So right now it's saying about 50 to 100,000 per month, which is not too bad. And it also shows me their best selling product. It's a big box of uh, meat here, which is kind of cool. Um, so this is just a plugin that I use for analyzing Shopify stores, but like this is their best selling product um, according to their online store right now. So kind of cool, um, kind of neat. And then the one, what was the other thing I liked here? Um, the Facebook ads. So I can see their Facebook ads right here and you can see all of the advertisements that they're, they're doing right now. They're doing a pretty good job as well. So I really like the campaigns that they're using. They're doing pretty much everything digital. They're really focused on e-commerce. I think that's definitely the way to go. And they're much more creative than Beyond Meat with regards to their product offering. So I like that as well. So doing good overall. Um, I think it's a good company. I'm going to analyze their financials a little bit more, but they just IPO'd that you can get in for basically a dollar 20 a share. I don't think you could go very wrong on it. I think these com this company is doing very well. Um, drastic increase since the IPO. It was at 25 cents. It went up to $2. Now it's at a dollar 19. So crazy fluctuations in there. However, company heavily focused on e-commerce. I really like that company heavily focused on renewable, sustainable, better products. I really like that. The, the alternative to meat industry is exploding and it's doing phenomenally well. So I really like that. It's a Canadian company with a young, ambitious group and their CFO looks like he's got a lot of experience as well. And they just raised a phenomenal amount of money. That's going to give them room to run for at least the next 12 months. And not only that, but since then, if they needed to raise more money later on, they could now do it at $1.19 per share instead of 25 cents. So I don't see um, a lot of downside with this. It's also owned 41% by insiders. So shareholders in the company um, are actually working the company and are founders of the company. So I think that's very, very important because it gives them the ability to issue more shares as well as keeps them very invested and motivated to grow this company and really achieve something great. So I like it pretty much um, from various different angles. I like it. I think it should be a good company. We'll see how the first kind of quarter goes, but I'm probably going to make a small investment into it. And if you guys have any questions about IPOs, about this company in particular, or about any other ones, please let me know. I'd love to answer them. And if you got anything out of this video, please remember to show some love. Thank you very much.